everybody. Welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Friday, July 31st, 2020. Guys, we have made it. Tomorrow, there is hockey on television. I am your host, Detroit Sports Editor, Nolan Bianchi, here today, as always, with longtime Red Wings and just general hockey fan, Ethan Smith. Today's my girlfriend's birthday. Just want to say happy birthday, Summer. Oh, Go ahead, sweet. Nolan. You can continue. Uh, we're back with that was embarrassing. Yeah, that was really embarrassing. I'm not cutting that either. Uh, no, that was sweet. I thought no, I'm gonna tell her. Let's give her the first podcast she's ever listened to. Really? Now she's listened to a couple. Couldn't be me. She's, she's not a hockey fan. <laughs> yeah, neither's mine. Uh, <laughs> she listened to the podcast. Yeah, shout out Mad Dog. Oh, yeah, that's 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 real. Except your game up summer. She's gonna uh part two of our ted talk with ted coffin today it's it's great we're just gonna get right into it subscribe follow us on twitter at lo underscore red wings when we see you guys on monday you will have just wrapped up an incredible weekend of hockey i'm so excited i cannot wait we're gonna have draft more draft profiles next week we got marco rossi uh lucas raymond I don't know what else we got planned, but I know it's going to be a ton of fun. So we'll see you back here on the other side of this incredible hockey weekend. I miss you guys already. Wow. You miss me? No. I'm looking at you right now. All right. off gives him the business. Which uh, you, you mentioned you'll, you'll kind of get more up for once this uh, once everything kind of rolls on Saturday. What are, you, are there any particular matchups you're looking forward to? I agree with you guys in terms of Toronto. Toronto Columbus will be really good, I think. I mean, those are just two good teams. Yeah. Uh, Winnipeg and Calgary are probably going to kill each other, so that's, you would think <laughs> that'd be a good one. Um, Chicago at Edmonton because of the star power. We got a lot of stars on both those teams. Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh and Montreal. Basically, Pittsburgh star power against. You know, I mean, they're still the Canadians, like them, you know, whether they're mediocre or not. And I still think Carey Price could probably win a game or two for you. I don't know if he's going to win a series for you anymore, but he could scare you. So, he's a big Carey Price guy. Yeah. No, I think it's I, he's, he's still awfully good. I really do think so. Like the fans still or the players still talk about like when they're referencing a goaltender that's going to steal you a season or a series, they say like you could run into a hot carry price nets. I think that's Although what I kind of think they're just doing it out of respect now a little bit yeah. sometimes. Oh yeah. Cause he Definitely didn't look great problem. against the Red Wings this year. He really no. didn't. Mm-mm. No, he didn't. So, I mean, I don't know. It is what it is. He did not look great. But, and then come to think of it, there's a lot of, mediocre series i mean like what do you got vancouver against minnesota right yeah i think the uh nashville against arizona oh god islanders versus panthers that's islanders panthers is definite noon material yes yes (laughs) that's definitely a noon thursday startup in boise idaho (laughs) that is that's written all over it, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, come to think of it, that Nashville, Arizona one, that's out in Spokane, Washington also, man. Yeah. I mean, that is with the midnight 1230 
a.m. start or something like that. That one's kind of brutal. I like the. You know what? I, I'm. I'm. The Coyotes are another team who I would like to see make. Who I would like if they if they won they a series. Enough, but I'd I know be what like, you mean. I know what you Arizona. mean. Yeah. I'd be all yeah. over the, the Coyotes bandwagon. I'm not sure about their goaltending and just. I like their defense. The, I don't know if they have enough up front, but Bears. Kind of I still think Vancouver really. would be a better dark horse than they are, though. Yeah. But they're good. They're good. I can't, I can't wait for this Flyers Bruins. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so those games, what are they even? What are they calling them? Seeding games. That has a chance to be some brutal hockey right there. I mean. How do you play those games? Do you try to really – is it really that big of a deal, first seed or fourth seed? I mean, I mean, I think those four teams, yeah. I mean, if we're, like, analyzing this thing you know, a step further, those four teams could be screwed in a way. I mean, those are going to be non-competitive games, kind of just, like, ultimate scrimmages. I mean – yeah, and then you're going to go into a series against somebody who's had like three to five really tough games. Yeah, and uh, and I mean, if you think about it, like at this point, is there a team at the bottom of the divi- or of the conference who you'd rather play, like nine through twelve? Like, I don't really, I don't really hmm. think so. Like, yeah, Minnesota. I really, <laughs> I really don't think Minnesota is great. Maybe Florida. I don't know. But I, like I said, I kind of like Florida. But I could see where teams would probably want to play. Montreal, if, I don't know, take your chances with Carey Price. I don't know. But, yeah, that's just, I don't know. I mean, I, I wonder if there was a better way to do that. I mean, you're not really involving the top four seeds, really, in a way. Yeah. Yep. You're really not. I mean. I know. I, and I agree. Gonna, and, you know, Especially when you look at it from you know, a revenue luck standpoint, them, I mean. like you're just missing out on games that like you're just, you're missing out on games of your marquee teams in the playoffs. I think I've already seen articles where the Bruins said they're going to try to rest Chara and Bergeron. And I think yeah. Vegas was going to, yeah. And Vegas was going to rest somebody. And so it's like, but then again, I mean, they've had four months of rest, so it's like right. I'm not really sure to a certain extent what they're resting for, but just to keep them not injured, I guess. But <laughs> I really doubt there'll be any severe hitting in any of those games. I don't know. I know you came out with a piece last week. If you haven't uh, read it, go to DetroitNews.com. Uh, you know, potential trade targets. And I didn't know if, you know, maybe somebody could play themselves out of uh, being traded no. or play themselves into being traded or, or if, I don't, I don't no, know. No, those were just basically salary cap issues. I mean, those three teams in particular, Tampa, Pittsburgh, and Toronto, yeah. and a little bit St. Louis, but yeah. definitely those other three teams, man, they are going to be in salary cap hell. I mean, mm-hmm. with the 81.5 the next few years. I mean, there's just no wiggle room. You gotta think Steve's like a like a shark who smells blood in the water. Well, definitely. It's, well, yes and no. I mean, some of these guys still have some really crappy contracts, especially those Tampa guys. Come to think of it, I mean, because um, I listed like what some of their forwards, like yeah, 
Yanni Gurday has like four or five years <laughs> five left. Years five left. million. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that may be the worst contract in prof- – and I, I get to come go, on, I come on, credit. come on. He didn't, he didn't do that one. That was uh, the new guy, Breeze Bra or something. But how can you give that Ted, you know, you know the there. worst contract in professional hockey right now. <laughs> uh, I assume either Justin Advocator or Franz Nielsen. I guess I'd imagine Advocator. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yeah. Ding ding. That ding. Nielsen one is not great, though. That Nielsen no. one is not great. No, it is not. That is not. Aging two or three well. years left on that. I think two years, isn't it? I know he's through the expansion. I think he's through at least twenty. He's been here three years now, hasn't he? Yep. Yeah, I think he's been here three years. So yeah. that was a five-year deal. So we got two more years. Yeah, creeping up towards forty in the process. Man, he was coming. He's one of those guys that had a really great playoffs for the Islanders just before free agency, and he had always been a really solid player for the Islanders. I mean, he was always one of those guys that. You know, at the end of the year, man, yeah, he had a really good, solid year. I mean, he'd be great to, on our team or something like that. Yeah. And then That's when we lost Datsuk. Yeah. And then a combination of things. It's like, man, I mean, you could probably like, come here and help this team stay relevant for two or three years. And then, man, has he really had one good season even here yet? I mean, no. it's kind of like the Jordan Zimmerman of hockey or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Jeez. Essentially, I, uh, good guy in the room for what it's worth. I mean, he really is. That's what a they good always guy say. in the room. But <laughs> his playing career, man. Oh man. How about how about the? Have you been getting the tweets that say, uh, you know, maybe the Kraken take Justin Abdelkader because he's a good guy in the room? Has that has that found your way no, into your email inbox yet? Not that yet. Do, do you, you get like the name? Do, do you guys like the name? I do. I think it's. I don't like, think it's bad. I don't think it's terrible. I don't. I'm not. Lo- I don't love it, but I don't hate it by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's fun, and it's it's like when you say it. When you say, it's funny when you reference it in passing, and like you don't realize it, and then you just say the Kraken, like just kind of. I didn't know how to say it when I first saw it. You've never heard I, of the it's Kraken. Like, it's like what the hell is release this? the Kraken. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I just didn't even know. It's like, is it a Kraken <laughs> You're or not a sci-fi guy? The what? You're not a sci-fi guy. No, not a lot. Not a lot. I think it's a Pirates. Is of it the a Caribbean sci-fi thing. type of thing or something? I think it's from it's Pirates like a, of the Caribbean. No, it was like an old, you know, tale passed down over the years. It was like no, no. pirating days and stuff like that. I like the logo. I do thing. like the logo. I like the logo. Yeah. I like the one with the, the like the space needle thing or something like that. That was really good. Yeah. We're yeah. going to make a ton off the merchandising. Yes. They really are. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't a, know. I mean, I, actually, see, I haven't done a piece on the expansion draft because I think it's, it's, I mean, it's so far away. I mean, it's still oh, a year away. The roster is going to look totally different. I mean, I wouldn't even, I mean, if, they want me to do one in the next few weeks. I'll do one, but that would be such intense speculation. I mean, this roster is going to look so much different. I'm sure, in just even these twelve months. I mean, who knows? We actually just did an episode on that yesterday, where we where we projected the uh, we projected the 
we projected who was going to be protected just based on the current roster. So we did give that disclaimer of, Hey, a lot can change between now and then. And I think, you know, it was, it was the obvious guys. It was uh, Larkin, Manta, Bertuzzi, Fabry, Rasmussen. And then we kind of just had to pick two of the four out of Hiroshi, uh, (laughs) Giovanni Smith, like those, I mean, when oh, you're protecting when you're protecting Giovanni Smith in the expansion draft, it, it really shows where you, you are as an organization, man. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so who's a wise Seattle wind up taking then? I well, we didn't predict that. It's not going to be Justin Abdicator. We we talked about that for a good seven to ten minutes just to just to talk people off off the edge. Uh, I I don't know. I, I it might be one I've of the couple of, I've seen a yeah, I've seen a couple of projections where maybe Gustav Lindstrom. I don't see how you can leave him unprotected though, given and I've seen some people say yeah, that they'll protect I mean, Danny DeKaiser. I won't name any mm-hmm. names. Uh but and I just I can't wrap my head around that one. A no, defenseman on the wrong side of thirty with injury problems and I don't yeah. know. How many years does he he's got like after this year, he'll have like another two years, I think. That won't he yeah. still? Yep, at least. I have a two so, to one ring. Oh, look now! As we, I mean, the goals are coming hot and heavy now in the third period. Rangers just got one back, two to one. I think the Rangers and the Hurricanes will be a good series. That'll that could be a five game series. I agree. I think that'll be a fun yeah. series. That'll be a good series, if nothing else. Who starts in net for uh, for New York? Ah, uh, man, you guys must have read my mind because I'm thinking to myself, yeah, the Rangers have like about eight goaltenders, eight number one string goalies. Yeah. I mean, take your pick. I don't know. Got to be who's the Scherz? How do you say it? Scherz or something like that. Yeah, he's been kind of like he's been most of the season here in the second half, wasn't he? Yep, he yeah. was there, dude. He's the one. That Although really the Lundqvist really cool, was off, they played here like weeks before. COVID-19 struck, and Lundquist pitched a great shutout. I mean, he was really good that night. I think I remember it was like a Saturday night, and they, they beat him like one to nothing or something like that. And Lundquist is really good. Man, they really expedited their rebuild. Yeah, they got. you're right. I mean, it helps when you add like a Panarin and uh, – I'm not – I mean, Truba's fine. I've never been a huge Jacob Truba fan, but he's – I don't think he's necessarily a number one type of defenseman, but he f- makes him stronger. Yeah. And there were a couple other like shrewd, like college free agents. They got like Adam Fox or something. Yeah. They got good quick. I mean, and, <laughs> and, I, and if they get Lafreniere, I mean, yeah. that expedites the rebuild yes. very quickly. Yes, it does. It's over. And I just love that that all came after the whole dramatic-ass letter to the fans where they're like, listen, we're going to go through a rebuild. We're going to trade some of your favorite players. It's going to hurt. And we're going to go Didn't through the some Tigers dark do times. That too? Did the Tigers do that? I thought the Tigers kind of did know. that. Did I actually, I don't know. I thought they, uh, maybe not. I don't know. They had such a weird kind of decline where they like they were in the playoffs and then they finished last in the division and they came one game away from making the playoffs again and then they completely. I don't fell think off people really time. realize or have kind of totally forgotten that had they done well against Atlanta that final weekend, they would have. Yeah. All they needed to do was beat Atlanta two out of three, and I think they were in the playoffs in yep. the wild card game, weren't they? Yep. That and kind they of gets shut glossed out over, game. forgotten about, man. I mean. 
they got swept, didn't they, that weekend yep. or something? Yep. I'm and all they sure. had, well, all they, I'm saying all they had to do it, but if they won two out of three, I think they would have been in the playoffs. And as we all know, who I mean, all you got to do is get there, and you just never know what happens in the playoffs. But I mean, with that roster, I mean, yeah, they could have done something. Who knows? I mean, but what a, what a yeah, after that, it just kind of, it's it just, it became really dark times there pretty quickly. This is a this is although a they're rolling now, like we said, four and two. They're playing. That's final. true. They're back. They talk about expediting a rebuild. Hey, I have a question. What is your? Uh, because I see I see this with a lot of NBA writers, but uh, I would say the the NHL writers in this city are probably less less active on on Twitter, including yourself. But they're always like Rod Beard and uh, yeah. when Vince Ellis was with the Free Press, like him and you know James Edwards with the Athletic. They're always talking about what their inbox looks like because you know they're just the crazy emails they get from fans, the trade proposals, the free agent deals that fans make up in their head. What does your inbox look like right now? Uh, and and what did it look like right during this, what did it look yeah, like during, during the, the season? season? A lot of blashful haters. Um. I will say one thing, uh, toward the end, there was a little bit of frustration with Mr. Iserman. Really? I think, uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, just that he wasn't, he wasn't axing Blaschel and, uh, I don't know what people, I think they wanted, you know, the, okay, the obvious guys, they wanted Abby and Nielsen, whoever else out of here, but that's not going to happen really easily. Um, I will say if they don't, if they have another year similar to this one, I think the honeymoon, it's never going to be totally over. I mean, it's kind of like a Harbaugh thing. I mean, Iserman's here for it as long as he wants, but there might be a little bit of frustration if there's like another 20, 20 and 60 season or something like that. I mean, for obvious reasons, I guess too. I mean, nobody likes to see that bad of a year two years in a row or whatever right well there's a difference Um, in being towards the bottom of the league and being historically bad they were historically bad let's face it i mean that was as bad a hockey season as we've ever seen in the nhl yeah (laughs) i mean truthfully i mean they were last in every major category or very close to it i mean and the thing that really struck me was the goal differential. I mean, yeah, they were like 50 or 70 goals worse than Ottawa. There was the next team. I mean, that's not easy to do, man. I mean, that really isn't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if they have another year similar to that, that could be kind of ugly. Um, other than that, I mean, Blaschel dominated. I mean, it's like they really – people really wanted to – See Jeff Blash will leave town, but I don't know. How can I mean we talked about this last time. You can't really blame the guy for that that season. Yeah. I mean, he had nothing to work with. Maybe this year it would be a little bit more indicative of whether he is a good coach or not, but this past season that was that, that wasn't fair. You can't really judge the guy in this past season. You look at that lineup most nights. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do you think they have a chance to get out of the bottom five next year? No, they'll be they'll definitely be in the bottom five. Maybe 
who knows? Again, it's so we're so far away from seeing what everybody's roster is going to look like, but they're going to be bad next year. Maybe not quite as bad. I mean, for everybody's sanity around here, hopefully not that bad. But I mean, I can't see how they escape the bottom five. I mean, it's still going to be a really you do whatever you want. It's still going to be a pretty bad roster. Well, another thing I was thinking about today too, and I was actually I listened to uh, the latest episode of your podcast uh, with. Uh, Mark Faulkner, assistant mm-hmm. sports editor of the Detroit News, uh, Octopulse. Go check that out if you haven't already. It's uh, a former native of Cape Breton, Canada. Cape Breton, Canada, I think it was. You know, I yeah. sit across the desk from him when I go in for prep shifts, and that guy is just an encyclopedia of hockey knowledge. We got to get him on here. But anyways, uh, no, so- but you know what? I saw a stat one time, and I'm not sure. It's kind of crazy, but I think it's legit. I mean. One, I think it, if you're Canadian, I mean, it sounds stupid, but I, it's true. I think somebody said they checked it out. If you're if you live in Canada, if you're a Canadian, you're probably seven people removed from somebody who played the NHL. Wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's That's like okay, crazy, but yeah, probably. I mean, I kind of believe it, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> it's not that huge of a country. No, yeah. And and there's X, a lot of wide open space there too. Right. And you got X million people living there. It's not like a huge, huge number of people living there. It's like, okay, I could see it, I guess. I mean, seven people <laughs> removed. I mean, all right. Well, all right. Cool. So when I was listening to that episode today and I was just kind of getting you, you kind of were going over the same stuff that, you know, I alluded to earlier with the, uh, with the possible trade targets this year with the cap relief and stuff like that. I almost wonder right. to a certain degree, like, do they even make any free agent signings knowing that like there's a lot of teams out there who just need to get things off the books. And it's like, maybe they just improve that way. Like, I think you're going to see, yeah, I think they might, especially the goaltending. Especially the goaltending, because it's going to be tough to get a good goaltender here with that defense you have, yeah. and it could be a career killer. Yeah, if you're like a free agent goalie, it's like you're going to have to overpay the moon to that guy to bring him yeah. in here. Yeah. Uh, so, I actually, and, and to be brutally honest, either one of those Pittsburgh goalies, I think, I mean, I think they'd love them. I mean, you got... Tristan Jerry, who's, you know, had a really good year this year, has been a, one of the better prospects in the league for a little while. And Matt Murray, well, all he's done is won two Stanley Cups. Yeah. I mean, and he's only I think 26. either one of those guys would be a pretty good little upgrade in the goaltending position for him. So, yeah, yeah. definitely that. Any of the, like we saw, we talked earlier, those Tampa forwards. On paper, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be a great pickup. But then you analyze it. Tyler Johnson would be Franz Nielsen pretty quick. He really would. Mm. I mean, he's 29 or 30. He's small. He's got like another three or four years at a five mil or something. I, they don't want to be, t- I doubt very seriously. They want to be tied down to Tyler Johnson like that. And like we talked about with Yanni Gerde, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you want to pay a fourth line center, $5 million for the next four years. Yeah, especially um, when you're already doing that with a winger. Yeah, and then Alex Kalorn, he had a good year this year, but, 
I mean, he's another guy. I think he's on the wrong side of 30, and he's still signed up for another few years. I think on paper, the, those guys look really, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, yeah, that'd be a great addition. But then when you analyze it, I don't know. If anything, I think those Toronto guys like Kapanen and what is it? It's, it's, he doesn't pronounce it Johansson, doesn't it? Like Johnson or something like that. Andreas Johnson. Either one of those two guys would be good. I mean, I think those guys still have some pretty good, a lot of hockey left in them. So we'll see. But I definitely those two, one of those two Pittsburgh goalies. You got to think they'd be in the market for for one of those two guys. I just have a lot of apprehension with uh, like if you're gonna do if you're gonna make a deal where you're providing cap relief for a team in exchange for yeah. you know assets. I, I I'm really apprehensive about doing anything that goes beyond two years. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's why I think free agency in the NHL is like really it rarely ever works, man. I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at Phil Florida now. I'm watching that Florida highlights. I mean, Bobrovsky. They got Bobrovsky for what another eight to ten years or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, they got Carey Price. Like, yeah, Carey Price. I mean, that's. I think that contract starts next year or something. Or it just barely started this year. I mean, that's terrible. I mean, it really is. And uh, I, I, know. I mean, I mean now you, I know a lot of people want Tory Krug, and that's kind of like the thing. Isn't Tory Krug like twenty nine or thirty, probably? Yeah. Or if, yep. So you sign Tory Krug for seven years at eight or nine million dollars a year. I mean, that's going to be Franz Nielsen in two or three years quickly. Yeah. I mean. He's 33 by the time they're ready to contend for a playoff spot. That's yeah, that's not going to work. That just doesn't work. And he's, I mean, he's got a good situation there in Boston. I'm sure they'll work it out somehow. But uh, I see a lot of bridge deals coming. Yeah, I don't know who or where how how the Red Wings will navigate those waters, but I just there's so many guys that that want to get paid and I don't know, it's, it'll be, it'll be weird. It'll be interesting to see just kind of how it all plays out. I agree. But, I agree. I wonder how that's going to affect Holpe in free agency with, you know, seeing how strapped. Well, that's like a guy. Yeah. I mean, why would he want to come here? I know that's another guy no who's right. popular in the inbox. It's like, all right, but really? seriously, why he, I mean, he comes here, he gets like a, all of a sudden, he has like a 4.34 goals against the average, and his career is shot to hell. I mean, right. we get him for seven more years. Ugh. <laughs> I think everybody, I think people have learned maybe a little bit about not giving goaltenders like seven to 10 year contracts. Right. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, they, they have all the after recent, Mr. Bobrovsky. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that being so recent, I think, is going to scare a lot of people off from, from giving big money to Holtby. But you know what? NHL GMs out there, a lot of them. I mean, really, in any sport, there's always going to be a few GMs who are willing to go for it because those sometimes those are moves that like they think will save their jobs or buy them a little more time. Like you saw that with Stan Van Gundy when he when he went out and got Blake Griffin. Like that was yeah. a last ditch effort to do something. Was that okay? It was Van Gundy, wasn't it? Yeah, I kind of got. I, I never. I sometimes always get these timelines wrong. That was Van Gundy that got yeah. Griffin. Yep, and then he was gone by the end of the year. Yeah. 
all play out. But yeah, I'm just sports. looking at the highlights here. Four to nothing, Blackhawks over the Blues again. That's all we. Have. I mean, we, have, we just have one exhibition game to go off of. But I mean, it sure looked like the Blue Blackhawks kind of worked them over. I mean. Well, here's the thing. I don't even want to know why I brought that up. I'm shamed to even bring that up. No, but no, but no, no, no. It's a valid point because it is. I mean, you have no time to really get. You're going from zero to sixty really quick. I mean, this is a five-game series. Anything can happen. Although the Blues again are in that little seeding tournament, that who you know, they get a chance to forget about this game really quick and yeah play another three meaningless games before they get into their playoffs. But, I mean, good for the Blackhawks, I guess. I mean, there we go. they look good that way. They're going to ruin their chance at Lafreniere. Edmonton, another chance. <laughs> <laughs> that will be a great night. Either one oh. of those two would be incredible. Yeah. Thank It'll you so fun. much, Ted. We've, uh, we've really appreciated you coming on. And uh, we'll have to do this again sometime once everything gets rolling here. All right, boys. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes, sir. Always. Thank you, Ted. We will, uh, yes, thanks, we will talk to you soon. All right. Take care, guys. Enjoy the wrestling. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>